All right, there we go. We're back for uh, our 20th episode, 43rd, no, 44th episode total. Our 20th episode. Uh, well, no, no, no. 20th episode of Below the Surface, 19th with the two of us. Um, we're a little late recording this at uh, just before 1.30 in the afternoon on Tuesday. Uh, I've been having some car issues recently, and it's been incredibly fucking frustrating. And it's cost me a fair amount of time and a fair amount of money. It's going to cost me even more money uh, than I ever wanted to put in to something like this. But that's why everything's uh, running a little behind, running a little late. But uh, that is fine. We're here now. We also hope that maybe there would be a little bit more news to talk about uh, by Tuesday, which is kind of why we pushed it off. There hasn't really been anything, uh, I don't know, like crazy super significant. We are going to talk about the fights that happened this uh, past Saturday. You know, you might have heard they were going on. There were some pretty big ones. Um, before we do that, though, I would rather talk about uh, just just for a little bit. You know, I, I, I don't have my car. Uh, and I walked to the store yesterday because I needed to. I walked to a gas station yesterday because I needed to pick up some different things and it was the closest thing to me, a little less than a mile away. I uh, wanted to talk about how great gas station food was because you and I both love gas station food. Um, this is my favorite subject we've had besides boat food. So let's, let's, <laughs> yeah, let's yeah, I was going to say, we, yeah, we did fucking boat food um, quite a few episodes back. Another fucking great category of food that does not get mentioned nearly enough. Uh, but gas station food is just so fucking good. There's something about food that's been left out under a heat lamp for an undetermined amount of time that makes Especially it so fucking gre- good. Grease that's never been changed. You get all the flavors, you know. Never been changed. Never been changed. It's like, um, you know, uh, there, there's some Asian places that do like a, like a perpetual stew. We talked about this, not on the podcast, but just in the past, you know, and they like they're a plate that, that have been going for years and have just like never, never stopped it, always kept it rolling. That's kind of what that grease is like in the, that's the Americanized version. That's what the grease is like in those gas stations. Never been changed out. You just get all that, all that great flavor. And then they cook all that food and they just set it out under that heat lamp, just waiting for you, trying to catch your eye. I, I picked up some cheeseburgers yesterday. And I, I do think cheeseburgers might be like the best hot gas station food. There's just something about them. You know, they're wrapped in that foil. The cheese is like, you know, half of it's on the fucking burger. And then the other half is just stuck to the foil. They're so fucking good. I had a, I People... had a, uh... no, 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 oh, go ahead. Cut it in. I was going to say about the gas station cheeseburgers. Uh, I had my buddy. At my regular gas station back home, like way back home, uh, I, I reached for a cheeseburger one time, one he had just put out there, and he's he looked at me and said, no, 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 grab, grab the other one that had been out. And he's like, because it has time for the bun to steam. You know, when it's sitting in there under that thing, you get like the meat juices steaming into the bun. It's just like way more. It's not just bread. It's like it's an experience, you know. But no, continue with what you were saying. Yeah. No, steamed buns are fucking uh, excellent. You know, they really are great. Like if you, you know, if you were going to cook like the best burger you could, you know, possibly make just at home, you got to steam the bun. That's just, that's just the way to do it. Uh, I was going to mention something specifically about the cheeseburgers. What was it going to be? Bad time to lose your train of thought on a podcast. Shit, my bad. I interrupted Uh, you. Yeah. (laughs) No, I was just, ah, damn. I got another one. There it goes. They have at gas stations. Oh, you got it. Maybe when we'll see if the no, thought can no, come no, back. that no, there it went. No, yeah, it, it, it's floating away. It's floating away. Shit, fucking uh, tater babies. It's probably my top gas station food. You know, and not everybody calls them tater babies. Maybe it's like a mid south thing, but I've mentioned it to other people, and they're just like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Actually, see, I've yeah. mentioned it in East Tennessee, and they looked at me funny. In West Tennessee, they knew what I was talking about. But, uh, like, yeah. you know, just little slices yeah. of potatoes fried up real good, you know. 
fake, you know, like what most people would call fucking potato wedges. You know? Ah, uh, yeah, I guess that's what they're called. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, no, they're very good. Also, like the, um, uh, like the popcorn chicken is is very good. Really, any kind of chicken oh, thing yeah. you can get, I guess. Like chicken tenders, uh, fucking chicken sandwiches, you know, kind of the same deal as the burgers. Um, oh, yeah, no, I, I do remember what I was going to say. It was a very minor fucking thing, but like all these people talk about like their favorite fucking, you know, like which place has the best burger, you know, is it in and out? Is it fucking Shake Shack? Is it Five Guys? Whatever. No, it's your fucking local gas station. Go down there and get you a couple of burgers. Fuck going out to In-N-Out and whatever else. Fuck that. Go to your local gas station and, and pick you up a couple of burgers and tell me they aren't the best burgers you've ever had. Shit, yeah. What's what's uh, guarantee. While we're on this subject, fucking, let's see if we can get a sponsor here. Uh, quick Trip is top gas station. You know, it's like Quick Trip, Bucky's. I guess those are the biggest ones I've been to. But like, I feel like you hit, you get the most, I mean, it's those tacos, you know, those brisket tacos. You can't really fuck those up. They're tremendous. You can They're eat like so 50 They're so fucking good. Yeah. It's, uh, well, they do, these Quick Trip does, uh, they'll do a pork, a chicken, and a brisket taco. And the pork and the chicken are all right. But those brisket tacos they do, they cost a little extra, a little extra, but they're definitely worth it. They're very fucking good. Like anytime... Anytime I go into a quick trip, I have to grab me at least two of them. At least. It feels like a waste if I don't. You know? Why Why even go to the... I mean, the, you know, quick trip has other good food in there too, but like you got to get some of the tacos. They also have great mac and cheese, by the way. I don't know. You know, if you're going to get you a couple tacos, cheese. get you a side of that mac and cheese too. It has the, um, you know, it's got, it's got like the burnt fucking top, you know, a little bit. Oh, oh man. Shit, yeah. it, it's it's it, good. It's so good. It's so good. You'll just see it sitting there and it doesn't cost anything. Just a couple of bucks. For, I mean, it's not like a big side of mac and cheese you get, but it's so fucking good. Um, yeah, you mentioned Bucky's. I've only been to Bucky's once. Um, I've lived in Texas for almost two years now. I've only been one time. It was the first place I ate at uh, when I came to Texas. I was... Uh, you know, I, I kind of split my drive up into two days, and the first place I ate at in Texas was Bucky's. And I got the, um, of course, if you go for the first time, you got to get the beaver nuggets, uh, and and some barbecue. Of course, you got to get the barbecue. They they chop it all up right there in front of you. I got like a chopped, you know, like a chopped brisket sandwich. And see the trick. I feel like with Bucky's, I did only go one time, but I've heard other people make a similar complaint about it is like the, the food there is very good, but the sandwiches can be a little dry, a little dry. So if I get you some extra barbecue sauce, if you're going to make you, if you're going to take the time to go into the Bucky's and look around and look at all the different food they have, get you some barbecue, definitely do it, but get you a little extra barbecue sauce too, so that you're not just chowing through a dry ass sandwich. Um, they also had some like, get a drink. Yeah. Get a drink. They also had some like fudge bites or something. I don't remember exactly what they were called. I did like a quick Google search to try to find them before this. And, uh, I couldn't find them, but they're very good. They're like one of the best, like chocolate dessert snack things I've ever had. They're very good. They're like, I mean, I don't know what else to call them other than like brownie bites. They're, you know, they're kind of like, I, if I remember correctly, they're more towards like the cashier section, kind of like the beaver nuggets are and shit. And I just saw them and I picked them up. They looked good and goddamn, they were good. They were super good. Um, uh, let me see. Pizza is also it's not a, a bad. Place. It is a great place. The bathroom's very clean. They pride themselves on it. Um, they they have a weak their, their their drink selection for a store as big as it is 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 kind of disappointing. But you were about to say something else. What were you about to say? Uh, I was about to say I, I think pizza. About... Oh wait, oh, no. yeah. well not, not not specifically Bucky's pizza, but just like gas station pizza in general. If you can grab you a slice like from a Casey's, and uh, oh yeah, you know it's hard to beat just just a little slice. It's like ah, you know we don't live in New York. We can't go to a pizza place and just get it by the slice and everything like that. But if you live near a Casey's, you can. And 
I don't know that it's as good as New York pizza. I've never uh, never made my way <laughs> up that north, but it is pretty good for gas station pizza. And they have a breakfast <laughs> pizza, which is also fucking very good. Um, uh, you ever do? I, uh, uh, I like that. Uh, Hunt, was it Hunt's Brothers or it's the, it's like the green logo you see it on the side of the building when you pull up, and it's like they have the hunk of pizza or whatever that shit is, or Godfather's Godfather's pizza, fucking that shit's good. Either one of those, you get a oh, little personal yeah. pan. It's just right for a fucking just hit the road. Oh, it's so good, dude. I yeah, I've eaten plenty of those like those personal pan pizzas they do. I've eaten, I've eaten a lot of them. <laughs> They're so good. It's hard not to grab one. Uh, let me see. You ever do? Uh, you ever do any of the hot dogs or the nacho stations they got at those places? Ah, uh, we're. I don't know if, if our audio is fucked up on your end. It's kind of fucking up on my end, but uh, yeah, you said hot dogs, corn dogs, all that shit. Uh, I fucking are, uh, like hot. Can you hear me now? I yeah, we're oh. good now. Yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like the you know they'll have the stations where you can like, uh, you can make your own hot dogs and nachos and shit. Do you ever do any of that? Oh yeah, you get them off the roller. You put the cheese on there with the the cheese and the ketchup both on the hot dog one time. Get that steamed bun out of the bottom of that thing. That shit's so good, so yeah. underrated. I don't usually get those other weird sausages and shit, you know. But yeah, I haven't done it in a while. Of course, they'll also have like the taquitos in that same roller. You know, the, the, the hot dogs will be rolling right next to the taquitos, and uh, I feel like they're hit or miss. They can be good, but sometimes they're, they're not I, as good. I as can't you make myself do it. I don't trust what's inside that fucking little crispito looking motherfucker. That's all you. That shit. The hell no. That hot dog. You know. You know. You know. You're getting mystery meat. And that other thing. It's like, what the fuck is that? You know. What do you I, mean? I, 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 mean, I went yeah, out on a there where I was just trying. Go go ahead. No, I was about to say I don't. I don't know that the meat that's in the taquito is more mysterious than the hot dog. You know. I feel like they're both but just I, shrouded <laughs> in mystery. <laughs> Yeah, you're all right. It is just <laughs> what a fucking vile thing. But it's all right, you know. I fucking <laughs> love it. Uh, the other oh man, I, I went through a phase probably. I think it was last summer where I was just fucking every different gas station I go to, I had to get two fucking corn dogs just try them out. You know, I'm like a yeah. like I love gas station food. Like I love I love gas station the food, the fucking clothes. Go to your local gas station. Usually a fucking marathon's pretty good for it, and you can get like. Some T-shirt no other motherfucker has, you know. Oh yeah, other weird fucking little trinkets and shit, you know. Yeah, I love that shit. I could just, I could just walk around gas stations just looking at the like different clothes and fucking that shot. They always have, they always have a bunch of shot glasses. Always. I went into a gas station uh, near Memphis a while back, and they had shot glasses from other states. It wasn't even just Tennessee shot glasses. It was there. There were shot glasses from like Utah, and Montana, just different states, all through there. Um, yeah, it was great. See, I could look at that stuff just all fucking day. I love little shit like that. Of course, uh, you know, playing cards like decks of cards. Of course, I love stuff like that. When a place has a unique deck of cards, I you know, I always have to scoop me up. Not always, but a lot of times I'll scoop me up uh, one of them. I don't know why you need to go oh, anywhere yeah. else to do your shopping. Actually, they have food, they have drinks, no. they have clothes, they have everything, everything pretty much, except for liquor in a lot yeah, of places. All kinds of shit, <laughs> liquor. They got, they got beer. Hell, they got. You can figure, you can figure something out. Uh, what's another one? Uh, they also got like, they got all kinds of medicines and shit. Got they got fucking they got legal drugs and like fucking ibuprofen and shit. And then they got this, some weird trucker pills and shit. They just oh, will yeah. fuck you up in nine different ways. Yeah. Or just oh, do nothing yeah. at all. But Yeah, that it's probably just fucking speed mixed into a pill, just ready for you to take it, not ask any questions. Oh, uh, no, it's good yeah, shit. No. Just before we fucking get off the gas station thing, there's two foods in there that I fucking would never touch within a million years. I see them every time I go in there. There's two fucking tuna sandwiches and egg salad sandwiches. Disgusting. Why would you fucking I eat I don't know why you would eat that shit anyways, but 
Yeah. You just see it sitting there and it just looks sad. You know, it just, it looks like it doesn't belong because it's next to like the ham and the turkey and everything like that. And that's all good and fine. But you're going to go to a gas station and pick out the tuna sandwich. You see, I don't know. Maybe it's fine. Maybe like you got, uh, I don't know. I don't know. We don't know our exact listener base, but I don't know how much they'll enjoy this. It's like, you're either going to get something at a gas station that you're going to shit your brains out or you won't shit for like two days. You know, it's like, it, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you want to lean towards the not shitting since you're on a road trip. But I feel like the, those weird egg salad sandwiches will do the opposite. I don't know. I don't fuck with them, but no, no, it's like tuna and egg salad. Uh, neither of those would be my go-to like anyway, anywhere, anytime. Not really my cup of tea, but I'm damn sure not going to get them at a gas station. I will say though, just to fucking, just, to, just to piggyback off your last point there. Uh, I did eat some, I did eat some egg rolls from a gas station one time. Uh, of course they came in like a little fucking thing, like chicken tenders come in. They were just stacked up there. And I was like, you know what? I might, you know, it was doing a little bit of drinking. Uh, and I, I thought some gas station egg rolls sounded pretty good. And boy, I was wrong. I was wrong. I, I regretted it. Not that long afterwards, actually. You know, it was a fairly expedited process, you know. It's so uh, crazy because you have like so many feet of colon or fucking intestines and that shit just, it's like <laughs> your body's like, fuck you. What are you thinking? You know, <laughs> it sends yeah. it out. Yeah, it had a yeah. The, the the egg rolls had like a fast pass, like you get at Disney. You know, skip straight to the, <laughs> front of the line. It's like it's like fuck what you ate earlier. We're coming out right now. And fuck yeah, that it was shit. Not just... There were probably probably like four of them in that little thing, and I ate every single one of them because why wouldn't I? And uh, yeah, no. Of course, they were like everything else. You know, they had been sitting yeah. <laughs> sitting out under that heat lamp for God knows how long. <laughs> They might have been sitting there for fucking three days because who, what idiot is going to pick up the egg rolls at the gas station other than me? You know? God uh, damn. I knew a guy one time that got sick off. He, he got some gas station at a sushi. Or he got, he got some sushi <laughs> at a gas station. I'm not even drinking on this episode, but here we are. Yeah, no, he got some sushi at a gas station. And uh, boy, it fucked him up. He was out of commission for like like at least two days, maybe three. Fucked him up. I'm not a sushi guy, but you know, if I was a sushi guy, I damn sure wouldn't be getting it from a fucking gas station, I don't think. Yeah, yeah. When you were talking about those other two things, sushi is the first thing I thought of. I was like, no. But I mean, that's not even like, you shouldn't really probably get sushi. Mo- Anywhere that says fresh fish and you're not by a body of water. And fucking, you know, there's not really that many gas stations. Well, I guess there's gas stations. I don't know. I don't live. I'm in an inland state. I don't live near shit. So fucking, you know, I, I guess I live near some lakes, I guess. But there ain't no fish. Ah, no, you just don't get fish at a gas station unless you like, no. are in Florida or something like a very coast. You need to be you don't not even in like fucking New Orleans or something. You need to be like in like a like completely surrounded by water before you get gas station fish. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I feel like, yeah, I feel like you're just rolling the dice. You're like, I, this is either going to go fine or I'm going to shit my brains out in a minute. Fuck it. Just let's see. Let's figure it out. I don't know. There's so many other foods there. You know, I, I don't know that that's really what I would be. Uh, I've never done gizzards. I don't really have a fucking desire to. I see those once in a while, but those usually disappear. You got to like go in during lunch to get to see them, you know. Yeah, uh, chicken liver and gizzards are, you know, yeah. pretty common. They do go fast. There's people that like love them. Um, I don't hate them. You know, they're they're all right. I mean, they're fried up and everything like that, so they're not bad. But it's just, it's it's organ meat, so like it has a strange texture. You know, it's not quite like biting into like a like a popcorn chicken bite. You know, it just has a like a I don't even really know how to describe it. Like a kind of a, a chewy gritties. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's softer, you know, and a chewy, like a fucking, 
That's yeah, kind of. Yeah, a little chewier. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, they're not bad. I don't mind them, but there are people that really that really love them. So yeah, if you're gonna, you know, if you got a place that's serving those up, you you got to go get them quick because there are people that will come in there and just get them by like the bag full. Uh, yeah, no, gas stations are fucking great places to get food. I don't, I don't know. I mean, shit, go to your local gas station, fucking support them, help them out. Go get you some cheeseburgers and some goddamn chicken and, uh, whatever else they have. Yeah. Let, let us know how it goes. Yeah. Next post you see from the bonfire pod, you know, comment your favorite gas station food. Yeah. Someone go get a tuna sandwich and tell me how it is from the gas station. Um, yeah, I'm dying to know. I just don't, I don't have the nerve to go get it myself. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like there's a, there has to be a fraction of listeners that, that really enjoy, enjoy, uh, gas station food like we do, but I imagine a lot more of them enjoy, uh, MMA fights. So let's transition. Look at that, look at that, look at that fucking transition. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Not the smoothest, but you know, fucking, we had to get there at, at one way or the other. Yeah, we had some pretty big fights uh, this past weekend. Um, of course, I mean, I'm sure everybody that watches MMA has heard uh, by now. But we've got two new champions, not just not just one, like everyone was expecting. We have two new champions. Um, we have some some killers in the the, the middleweight and welterweight divisions. Uh, kind of want to start from the bottom up and not gonna it, you know get to like every fight but um but there were great fights just like all through the prelims it was a very good card uh yeah not really any complaints uh all but one of the fights in the main card went they uh, was a finish so like i said two new champs a lot of exciting fights um the the early prelims closed off with uh ian gary and song Kanan fighting and it was a pretty good fight, but it, you know, it, it kind of became clear as the f- fight went on that that Ian Gary was the better fighter, and uh, he ended up getting the TKO. And you know, he's from Ireland, and he kind of brands himself as like the next Conor McGregor. So you know, he gets the TKO win, looks real good doing so. Does the uh, the Billy strut after he gets the win, and I saw. Um, I'm going to see if I can find it here real quick just while I'm talking about it. But Conor McGregor, uh, like, quote tweeted him and said something like, I see a future champion or or something like that, which uh, I, has to, I have to imagine feels, you know, pretty good being an Irish fighter kind of on your way up and, you know, get a shout out from somebody like Conor McGregor. Yeah, that's what he said. He said, I see a champion, you know, with the Irish flag emoji uh, out next to it. So. I imagine that felt pretty good. Um, also, Conor McGregor, someone that we're going to see in action uh, later this year against Michael Chandler. And uh, Dana White mentioned it, I think, at the post-fight press conference that uh, you know things between him and Chandler are getting a little testy. You know, had a little bit of an altercation at one of the one of the filmings. So. Um, I don't know when that season comes out. I think maybe it comes out next month or maybe the month uh, after that. But going to be a lot of fun to watch uh, regardless. Let me see. My audio was fucked up there for a second. I missed about the past two minutes of what you said, but oh, I'm back good. in it now. I caught in. I'm assuming <laughs> you're in the – was it Michael Chandler, Connor? Yeah, when, when oh, are they yeah. starting that? Are they doing episode uh, by episode or is it going to all come out at one time? No, I think it'll be episode by episode. I just can't. I can't remember when it starts. They're like filming now. I, I think maybe the the new season starts in, uh, next month, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. I just don't really know. Um, but yeah, that'll be fun to watch. Ian Gary uh, had a great performance. Um, just kind of going up through the prelims here. Some, uh, I, you know, I I, I don't remember much of the fight you know it's been a couple of days now but uh, uh Amanda Rebos fought uh in the you know in the prelims and she she's the one that had the black belt in like Brazilian jiu-jitsu and judo she was throwing um 
Araujo around, got the decision win, everything like that. I found out the other day that she's ranked in two different divisions. She's top 15 in uh, both the, the women's flyweight and the women's strawweight divisions. So, you know, got to look out for her in both of those divisions. Very impressive to be ranked in two, uh, two divisions. So that was pretty cool to see. Did you um, mention uh, uh, Damon Blackshear and Fareed? Was it uh, Basharat? Is that how you say that? I don't know. Oh Fuck yeah, him. no, no. I yeah, I skipped yeah, I skipped over that one. But that was uh, I think that was dog shit. I think Blackshear got it. It also fucked up my nice parlay. But so you know, still yeah, yeah. That was I, I don't know. Yeah, I, that was early. I don't necessarily remember every bit of what, how that one went down, but. From what I remember, it was it could have gone. I don't know. It could have gone either way, but it, I don't know. Whatever. Fucking. I just want to throw that in there. If Blackshear wants to come on this podcast, I got your fucking back. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, that would be. Uh, yeah, that would be pretty cool. Yeah. I just. I, I don't remember the specifics of that fight. I, I do remember thinking it probably could have gone either way. Um. Yeah. A little later, in the prelims, we had a. Uh, Drykus Duplessis and Derek Brunson. And we got to see something that you pretty much never see. We got to see a corner throwing in the towel. Uh, it was late in the second round. Like, I think they stopped the fight like right as the bell was ringing. And Derek Brunson was out of it. Drykus Duplessis was on top of him, hitting him. You know, I mean, he, he looked out of it. He you know, and it, it was the end of the second round. I mean, I, you know, I guess I, I guess maybe you could say, you know, he, he gets 30 seconds on the stool and send him back out there. But, I mean, if it just looks like it's going to go the same way that it was, you know, I mean, hats off to his corner uh, yeah. for throwing in, throwing in the towel. I mean, it's something you pretty much never see. Um, I think, honestly, the only other time, I'm, I'm sure maybe it's happened some other times, the, the only other time I can remember a corner throwing in the towel was um, it was when Nate Diaz fought somebody. I'm trying to remember who he fought. Let me see, let me scroll down through here. Fucking figure that shit out. Uh, it was Josh Thompson. He was fighting Josh Thompson back in 2013, and uh, his brother Nick Diaz threw in the towel. He he got dropped by a head kick. He was eating some punches, and that's the only time I can remember. Uh, you know two different corners throwing in the towel. So very rare thing to see, you know, hats off to them for stopping that fight, knowing that their fighter was hurt and was not really, you know, they just, you know, obviously they didn't think the situation was going to improve. You know, I, I think they were probably right. Um, something we need to see more often too. People say it all the time, but like, you know, it, it is primarily the referee's job to look out for the safety of a fighter. You know, it, it does rest, primarily with them, but corners also share some of that responsibility. Hence why they, you know, have the power to stop the fight by throwing in the towel. And I mean, we could sit here all day and talk about fights where we've seen that a ref should have stopped it or a corner should have stepped in and stopped it. I mean, we'd be here all day talking about those kinds of fights. And so, you know, to see a corner actually throw in the towel, um, you know, it's kind of neat to see, you know, you know, let your fighter, take as little damage as possible given the situation they're in and uh, they'll live to fight another day. Derek Brunson's a top, you know, well, they released the rankings the other day. I can't remember exactly where he's ranked, but um, you know, he's a, he's a top 10 guy at middleweight. He'll be, you know, he'll be good and he'll be fine. Um, and I think Dreykus Duplessis is ranked number five now, I believe. So uh, we got some, got some new blood there. Going into the 185 division. Shit. Um, How about this main card? Bo Nickel getting his fucking debut. Yeah. He's, um, he's good. He's fucking one strong son bitch. Fucking. He is good. He, uh, you know, he, he very clearly had a had a game plan and stuck to it. You know, he was he was going to wrestle his ass off, and and that's what he did. Um, I saw. I, I will say I did see that Jamie Pickett, you know, the guy that he that he beat, um, is going to challenge the result of the fight because he got kneed in the groin before Bo Nickel took him down. And 
he did get need in the groin. You know, I've seen like the the replays and everything like that. He definitely did. Um, you know, they should have been they should have been separated. He should have been given time to recover. He said he's going to appeal to the commission, try to get that result overturned. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen. I mean, I guess you could argue whether it should happen, but the commission is almost certainly not going to overturn it just because that's not really something that they do. Um, I mean, they'll do it for like a failed drug test or something, but in situations like this, they typically don't. Um, and it sucks too, because it kind of takes away from Bo Nichols moment, you know, like he did look very good. It's a fair argument too. You know, that sucks. Get hit in the dick. What are you supposed to do? Just, I mean, that does kind of like make you fucking weak there for a minute. Yeah. Especially with the way them guys are throwing knees. Yeah, Shit, I yeah. bet it didn't feel good. It sucks for Jamie Pickett. It really does. But um, I, I, you know, I don't think the fight will get overturned. Maybe I'll be surprised. Um, I mean, Bo Nickel did look good. He he's going to be a problem. I've I've said it before, but uh, he he's going to be a guy that uh, that a lot of other fighters are not going to want to fight. You know, you get those guys, those really strong uh, wrestling based guys. A lot of people just don't don't want to fight them. You know. They know what kind of fight they're in for. They know their wrestling's not up to par. I mean, there's not a lot of people whose wrestling is up to par with Bo Nichols, so he's a he, he might have a little bit of issue fighting or finding some opponents. And he did just beat Jamie Pickett, who you know is, is a very good fighter in his own right. Um, yeah, I don't know how many people will be uh, be signing up to fight him, but. I am excited to see where his career goes. I, I do think he gives a fair amount of people in middleweight problems. Um, he's, he's a specialist. You know, you don't see a lot of those in MMA anymore, but like wrestling is the best base for MMA. And he is just a much better wrestler than everybody else in the division. You know, it's like a video game. He put all of his points in wrestling. Um It'll be fun to see. I don't know. I think there are some fun fights there they could make. Uh, they could make. Um, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of strikers at 185, too, is the thing. Well, I don't know. Fucking Kamzat's moving up to 185. You know, that's the word I anyway. If, I don't think they would put – I don't think they'd make that one yet. I think it, that'd probably be – I think Kamzat would probably take that as a fucking insult. Nothing against fucking Bo Nickel. But it will happen in the next – if, if they both keep up at the rate they're going right now, that's like in the next two or three years that'll happen for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think Kamzat's eyeing some of those, you know, some of those top five guys. I think he sees he sees a real clear path to the title, and uh, I can't really blame him. I mean, you know, well, I mean, you see like Alex Pereira and Israel Adesanya fighting for the belt. Like those are the two top guys, I mean – you know, I just I don't really know what they would do against somebody who can grapple as well as Kamzat. So I don't know if if Bo Nickel keeps it up. You know, if he if he keeps wrestling well and winning fights, I mean, all of his MMA fights have uh, ended in first round finishes so far. So I mean, if he's able to keep that kind of success up, uh, there's no telling how far he might shoot up these middleweight rankings. I mean, hell, fuck, the, the the current champion has less than ten fights in MMA, I believe. You know, he. He joined the UFC not that long ago. Of course, he had a whole bunch of kickboxing uh, experience and everything like that. But he's a yeah. He's got eight eight pro MMA fights, and he is the UFC middleweight champion. So, you know, seeing uh, Bo Nickel rise up to the top might happen a lot faster than anybody thinks. And uh, I don't know. I think I think it'll be pretty exciting. Um, oh yeah, that's good shit. <laughs> Yeah, before we go on to the like the rest of the main card, I did want to highlight fucking Cody Garbrandt closing out the prelims. He got him a win. I feel like I should have a sound effect for every time Cody Garbrandt gets a win because it's been a while. You know, I would have only I would have only used the sound effect two times in the past six years, but damn, that's fucking. He got <laughs> he got him a win. He did a convincing win too. He very clearly won that fight. Um he's had such an odd career trajectory. A lot of people in that Bantamweight division have, but Cody Garbrandt in particular is a, is a confusing case. You know, like he, uh, he started off as like 
one of the hottest prospects in the Bantamweight division, undefeated, came into the UFC, knocking everybody out, you know, uh, knocked out like Thomas Almeida and Takia Mizugaki. And then, you know, he got him a title fight with Dominic Cruz. And uh, he did to Dominic Cruz what Dominic Cruz does to everyone else. Uh, you know, just constantly bobbing in and out, uh, using his footwork to overwhelm people, just shit like that. Like Cody Garbrandt looked perfect. There's not a lot of times, you know, I've seen a lot of great performances. It's very rare to see something you would call a perfect performance. And I, that's what Cody Garbrandt did on that night in 2016. He looked perfect. And it was just it was just wild to see. Like somebody that was kind of known for being, you know, like a brawler type, you know, just knocking people out. Like he went out there and utilized footwork and movement. And he was cutting angles and he was, he was dancing in the octagon, taunting Dominic Cruz. And he, he just dominated him. I mean, I, well, dominated might not be the right word. Dominic Cruz did win I th- at least one or two of those rounds. But he looked as good as you can imagine Cody Garbrandt looking. And then it just kind of all went downhill from there. <laughs> that was kind of – that was really it. I mean, you know, you get knocked out three times in a row, two times by T.J. Dillashaw, who, you know, that was a great rivalry when that happened. Uh, you know, former training partners, T.J. moved camps, a lot of bad blood. You fight the guy and he knocks you out two times. Um, you know, he gets knocked out three times in a row. He comes back and he looks like he's back in – fucking Cody Garbrandt shape, you know, knocks out Rafael Asuncao, great knockout with like one or two seconds left on the clock. You know, he's moving around fucking shit like that. Uh, Drops two more fights, but hey, he's back in the win column. Congratulations, Cody Garbrandt. I know it feels good. It must feel good. It has to, you know, after having a rough couple of years, former champion, everything like that, to get a win like that has to... um, I don't know. Yeah, it just has to feel pretty good. Uh, Before we get to those title fights, though, there's a guy at 170 pounds named Shavkat Rachmanov. Holy fuck. He's a killer. Who's a problem. (laughs) Who is a big, big problem. Big problem, son. He, He is dangerous. Dangerous is a fucking great word to describe him. He, he's 17 and 0 after last weekend and he has finished every single one of those fighters he's fought every one of them he's never gone to a decision he's never lost a fight um former n1 m1 welterweight champion you know he's got uh he's got finishes over people like alex Pereira, neil magny now jeff neal who's you know a very good fighter uh and i believe if this is up to date right here he is number six yeah, I'm looking at that. He's number six. Yeah, the people in Kamzat, he's moving up, isn't he? Yeah. So he's yeah, yeah, he, he's moving up. Yeah. So there's a lot of talk now about what to do with Shavkat Rachmanov. And uh, let me pull up these rankings here real quick. Because Leon Edwards and Usman is happening. Is that happening this month or next month? I think it's this month. I think it's the 28th. I might be wrong about that. Um. Oh, damn. It's even closer. It's the 18th. Shit. That's uh, like, is that this week? No. No, no. It's no. next week, though. Next week. <laughs> it's ne- yeah, like the weekend after this one, uh, we get to see we get to see a welterweight title fight. Uh, God, that's so crazy. That's going to be a lot of fun. Um, so who's so who's up? Who what What's coming next? Who's who's he going to fight? Who's fucking? Yeah. Shopcott going to fight. <sighs> Well, is he going to have to beat the fuck out of Bilal? Who has a fight coming up? Okay, so I know. So Gilbert Burns is ranked five right now, and he's going to fight Jorge Masvidal, who's at eleven. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think Bilal has a fight lined up. I, I don't see one. I don't think he does. No, he does not have one lined up as of right now. Neither does Colby Covington, for what it's worth. Um, that's, so those, those are two potential. Yeah, I mean, mm. let me see. You have to assume that like whoever he fights next, like it. I mean, you know, it's probably going to be like a title contender fight. I would have to imagine. Uh, 
course, I you know I'm sure the UFC's plans kind of depend on who wins between Edwards and Usman this third time they're going to fight. Uh, I ex- I think just throwing a fucking prediction out there. I think Usman will get his belt back. He was winning pretty much all of that fight up until the final minute when he got rocked with a head kick, absolutely fucking knocked out with one. But see, I expect I him both- to get that belt back. I'd like to see, because I like him, I'd like to see Bilal get a shot at the fucking belt after whoever wins against that fight and have one fucking Shavkat to fight fucking Colby. But I don't know, because yeah. I'm, I'm sure those other two, I'm sure Bilal and fucking uh, Colby are holding out to fucking for a title shot, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think, um, yeah, that's why the outcome of that fight uh, between Usman and Edwards is going to be so important, because like, if, if Usman does get his belt back, I think it's really hard to sell another fight between him and Colby. I mean, he's already beat the guy twice, you know? So I think it's a tough sell. Um, but... Bilal Muhammad has been there for a long time. He, he's got this, you know, he's got this long unbeaten streak. You know, he's like like eight wins and a no contest, you know. Like he's he's been active. He's he's been fighting multiple times a year. He fought uh fought four times in 2021. You know, beating beating good guys too. Uh, Damian Maya, Steven Thompson, Vicente Luque, uh beat Sean Brady last couple months ago. I mean, I think he has a case, you know, for, for why he should be fighting for the title. Um, you know, how how would he do against Usman? I don't know. A lot of people didn't really give Leon Edwards a shot against Usman, but all it took was one powerful-ass head kick to change people's opinion of him. Um, I don't know. I, w- I wouldn't really mind. I wouldn't really mind seeing Bilal fight for the title next. I, d- I do think he kind of deserves it. Shavkat and Colby would be crazy i mean if you're looking for a test on how good you are in the 170 division i think colby's a great guy to fucking test that he's just such a killer man like um i don't know well he was in control of the whole fight you know pretty much and and like it 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 just kind of felt like you know we you know the the fight had been going on we were running a little late into the third right it kind of just felt like shavkat decided it was time for the fight to be over got behind him and did a damn standing rear naked choke not every day you see that (laughs) just fucking yeah he he really just wanted to finish i think he he, everything's been a finish for him right oh yeah everything yeah it's like he knew. He's like, all right, if I want to keep my my finishing streak going, I've got to finish this guy. So he just got behind him and choked him. I mean, a guy that you know missed, uh, you know Jeff Neal. You, you know, it, it was a great great fight, but Jeff Neal did miss weight by like four pounds. But Shavkat is a big guy for that weight class. It feels like he's, you know, he just he, he looks big when he's in there. Seventy seven inch reach. I mean, he just he, he looks like a big welterweight. He beat his ass. That shit. Well, I mean, Jeff Neal made a fucking. I mean, he's he started that fucking. What was it third? They did three rounds. Yeah, fucking started that third one out hot. Did they do three or five? No, it was three. It was three. Yeah, okay, I thought so. Fucking, I was drinking a little that night. Uh, fucking. Uh, yeah, no, fucking. At the end of the fuck or beginning of the third, you know, Jeff Neal came out with some fucking heat. But Shavka, dude, he ate him, and it's like he loved it. Like fucking hit me more. I mean, I guess that's the case with a lot of motherfuckers, but he really seemed to fucking just keep on fire elbows and shit, just fucking straight to the fucking face. Just beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. No, he's a dude that loves to fight, man. He's a he's a savage. And I mean, whoever they put against him next, I mean, it it will not be like he's not an easy fight for anybody, I don't think. You know, so whoever fights him next, fucking good luck. Because he's a killer. Uh, Dana White enjoyed that fight so much that, uh, like, typically if you miss weight, you're not eligible for a performance bonus. But he liked the fight so much, he gave Jeff Neal his uh, his performance bonus. He gave him his 50K. It was fight of the night, I believe. Um, I mean, good on him. They uh, they put on a hell of a fight. And then after all these after all these great fights we had. We had two title fights to top off the night. It if you know, it was crazy. Felt crazy. It was just a stacked card, really, from from top to bottom. 
Uh, like I said, two new champions, including a new champion that I don't think anyone uh, ever would have guessed. I mean, I don't know what the odds were when the Shevchenko Grasso, you know, uh, when that betting line closed out, but she was a heavy underdog. Grasso was heavy. Nobody was expecting her to win. I mean, and and Shevchenko didn't look bad. You know, that's really the thing. Like she, she looked good, like she always does. I, you know, she's I, in my opinion, she's the second best female MMA fighter of all time. She looked, she looked good through. I mean, she won at least two of those rounds, at least the second and third round. She looked good. She just fucking she threw a she threw a spinning kick there in the fourth round, and Grasso took her back and got the choke. And I mean, just just upset. Just upset everybody, upset Vegas, upset the fans there, everybody. Nobody expected her to win that title. Everybody doubted her, kind of like when uh, Nunez fought Pena the first time, right? Like nobody thought Pena was going to beat her, but it but it happened. Um, it's the same thing with a lot of these dominant champs, you know, We well, and we've seen a lot of them fall recently. You know, Izzy, um, uh, Usman. You know, a lot of these guys that look unbeatable taking L's, and you can you can add Shevchenko to that to that list. Um, she just made a mistake. She fucked up. She fucked up throwing that spinning kick. And um, I even saw I even saw footage from Grasso in a training camp where they were practicing that same technique. You know, like they they were anticipating that she might throw a kick like that, and they planned for Grasso to take her back drag her down and choke her out. And that's exactly what she did. Uh, hats off to her. The, you know, the UFC has another, another Mexican champion. We'll see him go down to Mexico at some point, you know, it's like her, Brandon Moreno. I feel like I'm missing somebody. Am I missing somebody? Shit. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. Maybe There's a lot of damn champions. There's a lot of damn weight classes. Uh, I'll figure out if I'm missing somebody here in a minute, but I think they're going to do a rematch too. I think uh, Dana White said he was open to it. I know Grasso said uh, she was open to it. Um. Oh well, fucking uh, Yair Rodriguez is the interim featherweight champ, which is why I thought I might be missing somebody. I was like, I don't. Yeah, I was like, I don't understand where I where I would be missing somebody. So. You do. You have, you have, you know, you have two Mexican born champs and then you have a Mexican born interim champ. So a fight down in uh, Mexico would be pretty cool. They, they love them down there. Uh, there. There was footage of Grasso getting off the plane and there, there was like, there was like mariachi there to greet her and all these different fans and everything. It had to feel pretty good. I imagine, you know, you listen to all the media. It's like, nobody believes you're going to win this fight. You win. And then you come home and you celebrated like a hero. Fucking awesome. Um, I don't know. It'll be fun to see him run it back. We got some. This is next two months are just full of fucking great fights. I just was it's clicking so around crazy. fucking. I, I was wondering when Arnold Allen was going to fight again because I was looking at fucking that weight class, the fucking featherweights and i was looking at yair and i scrolled down I was like when did he fuck when's his next fucking thing coming up april 15th with max holloway that'll be fucking good damn fucking god we have so many great fights we do have a lot of great fights coming up we should talk about some of those coming up because we like this is this next like at least month and a half is just full of bangers great fights but uh the last fight of the night on saturday john jones maybe the greatest of all time, greatest of all time, according to Dana White. Uh, I have a hard time saying it because of the, you know, the positive steroid test, but uh, he returned after three years of laying off and dicking around and getting into God knows what. Uh, he comes back and, you know, he comes back and makes light work of Cyril Gunn. I mean, I thought John Jones was going to win that fight. Tweeted it out before fight started. I had been saying it leading up to the week. I thought John Jones was going to win that fight. Uh, I didn't expect it to be quite that easy, though. I will say, I you know, you had all these great fights leading up to that one, and it was just it was kind of underwhelming because John Jones did make light work out of him. I mean, finished him in what two minutes? 
you know, two minutes and some change, and just just fucking submitted him. Just ran through him. It was nothing. It was nothing. We didn't even get to see all the fucking training he's put in. It was like Cyril Gaon didn't seem to even put. I don't know. You, you saw the clip. I'm sure the fucking uh, uh, who was it? Fucking he was training with. Uh. Uh. Henry oh, uh, Cejudo or whatever. Henry Cejudo, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was like, he literally called it exactly like it was going to happen. Like, he's going to have, he's going to overpower you right here, or you're not going to be able to move him because he's going to be against the fence. He's like, don't waste your fucking time. Switch over and fuck his shit up. And it's literally what he did. Just fucking went from right to left. Yeah. Just fucking, it was beautiful. It's, it's exactly what happened. He, yeah, I mean, he, you know, Henry Cejudo is kind of a polarizing guy just because of how goofy he is and all the fucking shit he gets up to. But like, there's no doubt he, you know, he has real high fight IQ. Like he's a very intelligent fighter. and He's a great fighter. I mean, you know, two division UFC champion going to be going to be coming back sometime this year, maybe, hopefully. I don't know if they've nailed that down yet, but um, no, they did that. Yeah, they nailed it down the other day. May 6th, those Cejudo uh, is going to fight Aljamain Sterling. Uh he he is also coming off a roughly three year layoff, and he was helping you know train John Jones, who was coming off a three year layoff. And there were just all these questions, you know, whether the the ring rust would play a factor if you know John had been away for too long, and uh, you know how he was going to deal moving up a weight class. I mean, you know how big Cyril Gon was. I mean, I, I think John Jones weighed in a little heavier, but you know Cyril Gon's physique was a little more a little more defined there, there were just a lot of questions as there's to whether no john way. jones there's no one at heavyweight who can fucking like begin to fuck with him i'm hoping old fucking tom aspinall wins some shit and gets a chance but i mean like who i mean uh pavlovich maybe fucking stipe maybe i don't know but i mean oh, without Lord. fucking francis there you know yeah, I mean, we're gonna get to see the Stipe fight. That's that's what's next on the agenda for John Jones. Dana White has already said wants to do it sometime this summer, I believe. I can't remember when exactly he said, but we're gonna get to see John Jones fight the greatest UFC heavyweight of all time. And you know, I mean, a lot of people already call him the goat, everything like that. John Jones seems to think that he is. Uh, if he beats Stipe. I just don't really know how much more you can deny it, you know. I mean, you just you just look at his at John Jones' resume, and it's just all these great fighters, like, like I mean, just great fighters, all of them, pretty much. And he's beaten all of them, and he might get to add Stipe Miocic to that list. I don't know. It does feel good that he's back, though. You know, it's like, uh, you know, it's kind of like Connor. You know, whether you love him or hate him, the sport is different with him in it. You know, there's nothing quite like when 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 Connor McGregor. You know, he, you hear that music hit and you see him walk to the octagon, and you're like, oh fuck! Like we're actually we're actually going to get to see this. It's the same thing with John Jones because he does have these extended layoffs, and you know, for one reason or another. Um, you know, when you finally see him come back, it just it, it feels like a whole different event. It's like the title is is almost secondary to what's happening. It's like, never mind, it's a title fight. It's a John Jones fight. You know? And yeah, I mean I I cannot wait for him to fight Stipe. Um looked at some of the betting odds uh the other night. You know, John Jones is opening as the favorite. You know, he's really riding that wave. I, th- I think people are glad to see him back, and I, mean, I don't even blame people, man. I mean, with the way he ran through Cyril Gaon, I mean, shit. He he folded Cyril Gaon like a wet paper towel. Yeah, that shit was honest. It was it was honestly pretty fucking disappointing. Not not you know John Jones' performance or anything like that, but just really Cyril's performance. It was like like fucking. You definitely don't belong here. It was fucking just disappointing. Not that he couldn't just beat the fuck out of me. You know, I shouldn't be talking. I'm not trying to talk shit like that, you know, but yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, like you said, it it was kind of disappointing that we didn't get to see more of uh, Jones's skill set. I mean, shit, I I thought it would at least be, you know, I I thought there was a good chance that it went 
into some like the third, fourth, fifth round, maybe. And I, I thought Cyril Gaon had a decent opportunity to perform well in the first two rounds because that's what happened with Francis, right? Like he looked good the first two rounds, but then the last three rounds, Francis utilized some wrestling, uh, which nobody was used to seeing really, uh, you know, and just kind of got the job done, won the fight. It, you know, maybe not the most exciting way to win a fight, but, you know, Cyril Gunn clearly waned after those first two rounds, but man, he didn't even last two minutes with John Jones. And I mean, you know, I mean, he spoke to it, you know, he, he said he was just disappointed with how everything went. I mean, you know, easy to imagine that he was, um, I don't know. I, you know, Cyril Gunn is very clearly a talented fighter. I just, I, I don't know. I, I think maybe he was, uh, tossed up into the higher ranks just a little too early. You know, he also doesn't have a lot of pro MMA fights. You know, he has, uh, let me see. He's got 13 pro MMA fights, you know, like it's just a little early to be competing with guys like Francis, like John Jones, or, you know, like somebody like Stipe Miocic, who's been here a long time is, you know, cemented himself as one of the greats. Uh, I don't doubt that Cyril Gunn gives a lot of people in the heavyweight division problems. But John Jones just is not one of those people. Uh, it, yeah, you know, it'll be fucking fun to watch that Jones uh, Miocic fight. That'll be great. And even before that fight, we have we have a whole lot of great shit coming up. We have so many good fights coming our way this weekend. Uh, Piotr Jan and Marab Devalishvili are gonna fight. I know you're fucking excited. Piotr Jan's a great. Yeah, he's just such a great fighter. He's so fun he's like to watch. An, he's a fucking artist, dude. It's beautiful. He just fucking he he the way he just walks. It's just I don't know. I love watching him fight. I don't. He just he's such a good fucking striker. It's beautiful. It really is great to great to watch him fight. You also have to imagine that he's going to come in there. I mean, Marab is a is a tricky fighter in his own right. I mean, this is you know by by no means like an easy win. For Piotr Jan, I mean, Rob is tough. And, you know, he, he's a guy that likes to utilize his wrestling. And, you know, he, he's not an easy fighter. But Piotr Jan has had two back-to-back controversial split decisions, you know, against Sterling and with O'Malley. You know, I personally thought that Jan won both of those fights. I, you know, I, I didn't think it was a complete, you know, he, he, didn't, he didn't just completely beat the brakes off of him. But I, I thought he did, you know, win those two fights. You have to imagine he's going to be coming into this fight, you know, looking looking to finish it. I don't I don't imagine he's going to be looking for a decision win. I think he's going to want to keep it out of their hands. Um, God, that one is going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be good. Uh, there's a lot of good fighters on that card too. There's just you know, like Alexander Volkov and and uh, Alexander Romanov, Nikita Krylov, and Ryan Spann. Uh, just, just a lot of good fights there. Like we were talking about earlier, the week after that, Leon Edwards, Kamaru Usman, third time they're fighting, title fight. Um, that one's going to be a great one. That's also the same card that has Justin Gaethje and Rafael Fazeev on it. Crazy fight for the lightweight division. Um, hard to name that many fighters in the UFC that are more exciting to watch than Justin Gaethje. You know, I, I tune into every single one of his fights. Um, we were talking about the middleweight division, too. Uh, Marvin Vittori and Roman Delize are also on that card. Two top, I don't know if they're both top 10, but they're both top 15, I believe. So, you know, that'll uh, that'll shake some things up. Fucking, who do we have after that? Oh, yeah, that's the, uh, yeah, the Chito Vera and Corey Sandhagen card. You know, that, that fight's going to be crazy. Two of the top Bantamweight guys. I would imagine that the winner of that fight will probably go on to fight the winner of Cejudo and Sterling. Um, that one's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, it's going to be here in San Antonio. Uh, would be nice if I could get my fucking car back so that I could <laughs> so that I could drive to the AT&T Center and watch it. Um, that sure would be nice. Shit. God, I'm dude. about to have to hop off here. I got some shit I got to head to. We're coming up on the hour, so fucking. Yeah, what kind of yeah. fucking closing remarks can we hit before we fucking dip? No, man, I think that's it. Roll, it's yeah. just, uh, 
No, no. It's just we we just got a whole lot of great fights coming up. This this whole like yeah, this whole next month and a half, two months is just full of just great MMA fights. So uh, probably going to see some more episodes with us talking about them after they happen. Um, there's just so many. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's such a great sport. It's, uh, you know, said it before. I think I think it is the best sport. Uh, you know, I like football. I like basketball. I like all that kind of stuff. But it really is hard to beat MMA. There's nothing. I mean, you know, they lock two dudes in a cage and have them fight each other. What could possibly be better than that? But yeah, I mean, yeah, I think we'll close it out there. Don't know what's going to happen on this episode next week, but, uh, you know, follow the podcast on at Bonfire Brief Pod for updates and everything like that. We're out.